Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Futsal Independent Podcast with me, Carl Wilkinson. This week, a break from the norm as we speak all things Futsal Insight. So myself and Rob were lucky enough to go across and meet Simon Wright, one half of Futsal Insight, to speak about the upcoming event that's taking place in Manchester on March the 2nd, to find out a little bit of background on Futsal Insights, how and why it came about, and get a feel for who this is aimed at within the futsal community. Pleased to have Simon Wright with me. So Simon, thank you for your time. You're welcome. Can you tell us the, the background about Futsal Insights? Kind of what the, the story is behind it, how it came about, who's involved? Okay, um, so Futsal Insights came around in about 2017. Uh, myself and Doug Reed, uh, we're really discussing, debating the best vehicle to start to address some of the key issues within futsal development. Um, obviously my background, Doug's background, we're very passionate about moving the sport forward, looking at ways and means to kind of develop the, the sport to its full potential. Um, and we felt that there needed to be a, a, you know, a bigger, wider forum for bringing in experienced sports professionals, people within futsal, sports business, to start getting the dialogue around some of the you know, talking around the issues and challenges that Futsal's faced at this moment in time. Not necessarily offering solutions, but different examples of case studies of people that have tried different things in different sports uh, and seeing if we could create, uh, you know, uh, some more dialogue around that, a better network, a stronger network of people that were really interested in taking the sport forward. So it was a blank canvas. It, it wasn't really prescribed in terms of how we were going to deliver that, but we started with a, a small seminar series um, which focused on bringing some people in that were from an academic background. Uh, we had researchers that pe- people had looked at futsal development in terms of youth development. We brought in coaches and we found that that was a, just a good way to sort of address uh, you know, challenges within the futsal community, but bring those people together to start talking those through. So it was an amalgamation of those ideas really. And I think we've tried to, you know, with Futsal Insights 2019, take it up a step uh, and, and, and ultimately try now to bring in more sports, widen it into a more of a conference setting to get more debate and more engagement with the, the speakers that we're going to bring in. Do you feel the responsibility to, to bring an event like this to the futsal community? Yeah, I, I think from my background, deeply passionate about futsal development, um, but also I you know, firmly believe I'm not somebody that's got all of the answers here. Uh, with futsal development in, in the UK in particular, I think each year we go further into the journey, everyone's looking at, okay, well, what's the next step we can make? What's progression in, in the sport? Um, so I wanted to make sure that I could just utilize some of my contacts, utilize some of my passion uh, and, and take that forward so that more people can come into the network now, that we can start having constructive dialogue, start having some, some meaningful discussions about what, what do we want the future to look like? Um, what are the things that we have to address now? Now, what are the things that are coming up in the future which we should be planning for and, and try and take some logical steps to put futsal development in a more strategic way as opposed to everyone trying their own approach, uh, maybe failing, maybe taking lessons, but then bringing that back together so we have a bit more of a coherent strategy uh, around what the sport needs going forward. Okay, cool. So you mentioned strategic. Uh, so what are the, the objectives? Have you got set objectives that you're trying to do or is it just a, a case of bringing these, these various speakers into? I, I think the objectives are just to really, you know, offer a little bit more education. Uh, there's clearly a need for that, I think, across the board. Um, 
whether that's done in a way whereby we're, we're wanting people to take things away from the conference, i.e. You know, lessons learned from specific speakers or workshops that they've taken part in, specific themes, whether that's marketing, whether that's events, whether that's looking at uh, branding, whether that's looking at social media and digital. We felt these objectives were just really aligning to kind of what we felt the direction the sport needed to go in um, and I think putting them all into you know an ecosystem of futsal development we, we felt that that was going to be the best way that people could you know take their own bits of information away put that into their plan and try and come up with their own kind of strategies whether that's within their club whether that's within their organization that at least are taking forward new ideas or new approaches um, so yeah ultimately the objective can go the objectives can go a number of ways but we, we just wanted some pillars of what we felt futsal insights could offer the futsal community i think so given that it's now the the second event after the one in 2017 yeah so i'm assuming 2017 was classed as a success yeah i'd, I'd say 2017 was a success um we ultimately were, were, were treading new grounds and we wanted to see uh who would respond who would take part um what were they coming for? Was it more on the, the seminar series around, uh, you know, the, the more informed academic debate and research that had gone on into Futsal's identity? Or was it around the coaching strand that we added in as well and some of the UEFA research that we brought in? So we wanted to keep it quite broad. Um, and I think the feedback that we got from, you know, the 30 plus attendees that came to the first kind of smaller seminar was that they wanted more of it. Um, they wanted more speakers to come in uh, and they wanted to see whether we could expand it to a, to a higher level where, you know, it was you know, more of a conference setting as opposed to the smaller seminar. So has that shaped what 2019 will look like in that sense? Yeah, we offered obviously the opportunity for, for those people that attended in 2017 to, to put in their thoughts uh, and offer their you know, contribution to some of the topics that we wanted to explore. Um, but we also spent a lot of time, myself and Doug, looking at well, what, what are the key challenges now? You know, we all know the duration of futsal development in the UK, how long you know, we've all been pushing to kind of see progress. Uh, but we looked at trying defining that around, well, who can we who can we have the biggest impact on? Um, we felt that it, we could really impact and you know in the club environment, uh, those people that are out there working all of the hours tirelessly to kind of put their clubs uh, into operational mode, trying to grow them, trying to look at different strategies around fan engagement, growing their reach, having a better match day experience. So. That's why we've become a bit more defined in around, you know, supporting clubs, supporting club stakeholders, because we feel I think that's probably one area in the UK which is lagging behind a little bit. Uh, we've obviously got more participation. Uh, we've obviously got you know a decent level of coaches now, more and more people getting qualified. But ultimately, those strengths can become a weakness if the club support framework is, is, isn't there. You know, if we haven't established that, if we haven't got cl uh, strong clubs driving the sport ultimately that's going to be a weakness going forward so the attention has to be of working with those people giving them a helping hand giving them you know key speakers that are there that can probably you know spark new ideas or more collaborative work um, and i think you know that's what we're going to see in this year's conference is that it's bringing a lot more of that subjects that's going to 
you know, help those clubs that are now wanting to plan for the next five or 10 years. And, and hopefully, you know, in a period where we're going to see more growth in the sport, more recognition, more uh, visibility, uh, we need the clubs to be at the forefront of that and pushing that forward and pushing the boundary a little bit more. So um, a real big, uh, you know, focus is going to be on that for 2019. Uh, so if I can briefly list the speakers that we've announced or you've announced so far, uh, just to give it a bit bit of background really or some of your kind of insight on, on one or two of them so yeah kevin routledge the the leicester riders chairman and leicester arena director uh, yep. fiona green a sports marketing expert of over 30 years in sports business mm -hmm. stephen brown major event specialist uh, who's got first-hand knowledge of the fa and futsal as well uh, owen laverty uh, director of fan intelligence for ear to the ground a leading sports and music agency and then finally, online streaming platform, uh, Micah Jew. Yep. As well. So you've got all of them speaking. Are there any more to be announced or is that the... Yeah, we, we are, as I say, we're, I'd, I'd say we're about 90% there in terms of the schedule. Uh, but in terms of our kind of keynote speakers, uh, you, you've gone through them there. So that... They're all finalised. We are going to have some smaller breakout workshops as well. So, yeah, stay tuned to kind of social media for sort of some further announcements over the next couple of weeks. Um, we wanted to obviously offer uh, a varied range of speakers, but we wanted to bring people in from other sports, uh, other sectors of sport business, but also what you'll see from, from that lineup, if you've got leaders in their fields. Uh, so you talk uh, with Kevin, uh, Kevin's got a great deal of experience of being involved in the BBL uh, and in the management team and CEO driving BBL through periods of, of change and periods of improvement. Um, his focus around obviously developing the Leicester Riders Community Basketball Centre, I think is a, is a model which, you know, every futsal club in this country would love to, to look at and learn from, you know, how, how do you take, uh, you know, that sports club and, and offer a facility and all of the wraparound services that that provides to become a sustainable, you know, club operating seven days a week at the top tier of their sport. Um, so I think Kevin's insight to how they achieve that project is going to be really interesting. Uh, Fiona Green is a specialist in CRM, uh, so she's done a lot of work with the FA and in the women's game around using data and CRM around uh, fan engagement, but also uh, you know, participation growth as well. She's also got a feel within sponsorship, so we feel that there'll be two areas which she can really focus in. Uh, she's based in Manchester with her agency called Winners, um, so she's highly respected in that field and certainly commands uh, you know, a, a presence at our, 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 our conference, so delighted to have Fiona. Um, Owen Laverty. Uh, Owen is currently been undertaking some uh, fan intelligence work. So into the ground, specialised in, in music and sport fan intelligence. Uh, they've worked with a lot of uh, national governing bodies and, and rights holders, uh, including UEFA as well, the FA, Umbro. Uh, and really what they're going to bring is touching on a piece of research which they've undertaken looking at uh, cultural trends in young people. Um, so we think that's really going to lift the lid on uh, some of the interesting things that have come out of that research. Uh, Owen has also very vast experience in terms of engaging with brands. Uh, so what the brands want uh, when they're looking to activate in a, in a sport or a sporting event or sporting environment. You know, what does futsal need to do to be on brands radar and, and what's the best approach to, to, to take that forward? Um, 
Who else? Stephen Brown, uh, we've touched on. Obviously, Stephen now uh, is working for the Rugby League World Cup. Uh, so Stephen's planning a, a major event. Uh, ultimately, Rugby League, I would still say, is you know it's not a, a mainstream uh, sport, uh, but it's a sport which is on the, on the rise. Uh, ultimately, I think they've put a lot of investment into what the Rugby League World Cup can do for transformational work of Rugby League. Um, and some of the other events which Rugby League are involved with, um, certainly sort of like the, uh, the grand finals, their central events, their super series kind of events as well, the uh, big weekend kind of events. We felt that could bring uh, some examples of how central venue uh, uh, event operations can kind of bring a more of a focal point on the sport itself bring in bigger audiences, bring in a, 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 a quality around the product in terms of uh, how the event is, is delivered. Um, so Stephen's gonna to be touching on that, but also Stephen, when he was at the FA, was working a lot on central venue options for National Super League and was obviously involved in, uh, I think it was the England, uh, Sweden uh, International, which they had at the Copper Box, which was the first live stream one. So it's really kind of, you know, opening that up again and kind of exploring could those types of events really come back uh, into play with the FA uh, or the Super League. So Stephen will offer you know, some, some good uh, areas of discussion on that really, because uh, I think the product of the Super League, the product of the England Internationals, how that's delivered, are they engaging events, do they get more crowds in, is something which is often talked about, but well, how, do, how do we achieve that? Um, so Stephen will, will touch on that. Um, Trying to think who else we had listed uh, now. The final one. The final one. Mike uh, yeah, so Mike um Yeah, Mike Uju, I, I think, are very interesting in terms of looking at uh, live sports streaming. Uh, they obviously have a model which has worked for a number of different sports. They've done football. Uh, you'll have seen recently in the media they've uh, launched a, a deal with the National Win uh, Hockey League. So it's about seeing how that. Uh, that's, uh, model was put together, what that offers, is there a monetization that can be achieved by having this MyKuju platform utilized maybe within the National National League. Again, just looking at different models to saying, look, is this type of approach for, for Futsal the best way forward? Does MyKuju offer you know, uh, a way which we can expand visibility of Futsal within England and the UK? Uh, does it offer something which the clubs can buy into as well? So again, I think it's a, a topical debate, which hopefully is, uh, you know, industry kind of leaders around that area, they will be offered, be able to give us a bit more detail around what, what that looks like, what it means for clubs, can clubs engage with it really? And how easy or how willing have the, the speakers, the individuals been to get on board and, and share their insight to, to the futsal community? I think the, the real positive thing is that, you know, the work that myself and Doug have done to, to go out there and try and recruit, as I say, some top level speakers has been the positivity that we've received back around, you know, wanting to get involved, wanting to really understand the, the, the challenges, uh, but then those guys coming up with some, some really good case studies, some really good industry expertise that they can bring to the table. Uh, and they've been very open to our ideas, uh, but at the same time, we've, we've tried to really tease them to kind of say, well, look, uh, you know, are there any other examples you could bring or, you know, so I think we're very fortunate that we've got this roster um, confirmed um, and people see that Futsal Insight can be a really interesting forum for them to talk about their specialist areas, but also, you know, collaborate with some of the other speakers that are going to be there on the day. So um, we, we can't wait to get them there. We can't wait to kind of show the quality that we've got within the, the speaking lineup. And I think, you know, those people that come and take part will, will be able to get up front, ask questions with some real 
industry leading professionals and I think that's what we all want to get out of this conference this time around. So what type of person is it that you're trying to target within clubs or organisations? Who are the, what's the demographic that you're aiming for? I think first and foremost we're going to say we're not just targeting the futsal community, uh, you know we want the futsal community to be engaged and feel it's their event but we also want to think that you know there might be some other sports or other people and organisations that are out there that see this conference with the speakers, see the kind of topics that we're going to be bringing to the you know the discussion floor uh, and think that they could you know join in and be part of that as well. We want people that have the passion for futsal development to be there. Uh, we want the people that have got their ideas, we want the people that you know, not necessarily got the solutions, but are willing to debate and you know, get some really key information and discussion going within these forums because that's how we all are going to go away knowing that this conference is going to be a success. Um, so I would like to think that anyone within a futsal club within the UK would see this opportunity uh, being focused on the clubs, being focused on the community, and, and that's that's key uh, in all of this as well. This is very much about the futsal community, the movement that we want to create, the discussion we want to create that's going to support each and every one of us. Uh, that includes myself, uh, that includes Doug. You know, we all want to add our part into the, the discussion here, and I say I think that's where the real value is going to come, and the people that you know are going to take lots of things away from uh, you know turning up and arriving at the conference and taking part in these discussions. For the people that would like to make it, but maybe can't for, for many reasons, is there a way that they can catch up afterwards? We're going to be looking at obviously the coverage throughout the conference in terms of some social media uh, and we realise that yeah there will be a lot of uh, anticipation around what those topics are going to throw up and some of that content and can people you know uh, tap into that post event so we'll probably be selecting some of the, the key discussions that we put online post event uh, so that people can get a flavour, uh, something which we've done with the 2017 seminar edition we had you know some of those speaking uh, sessions that were recorded um, and making those available really. Um, at this stage we're not going to be looking to offer a full stream of the, the whole event uh, or, or film and make those live, we just feel that you know uh, the people are going to get the most value from being there but ultimately you know uh, that will fuel people to kind of keep looking at this event as a key date in the, in the calendar and come back in future years if they've missed out really. Um, the main thing is, is that we want to make it accessible given uh, you know, the lineup of speakers that we've got um, and we hope people can see that you know, ultimately they're going to take a lot away from the event, being there in person, asking the questions, meeting some of these leading professionals but also meeting the futsal community. You know, it's pretty rare within the futsal calendar that all of the clubs get together in one space that you know, people can get face to face share time, have a coffee, you know, have lunch, all of these kind of things which time together is invaluable when we're all there, you know, facing the same challenges and talking about these same issues day in, day out really. So I think being there in person is going to be the, the, the real opportunity for everyone in the futsal community and the wider sporting community. Futsal Insights 2019 event will take place on March 2nd in mm -hmm. Manchester. If somebody wants to get in touch with you or wants to buy a ticket, how do they do so? How much are the tickets? Yeah, so on the, the Futsal Insights uh, website, so it's futsalinsights.com, uh, you've got all of the news around the, the, the releases of obviously our keynote speakers, so I'd suggest going on there first 
getting a little bit of flavour for some of the topics that we're going to be talking about. Uh, there's some links to the Eventbrite site in order to, to make a purchase of the ticket. Um, so tickets at the moment, we've got an early bird offer of £65. Uh, so that's ongoing at the moment, but is limited to a certain number of tickets. Um, we'll then, the main general admission price is £85. So um, we feel, as I say, it's going to be a conference which is going to be going from nine o'clock until about five o'clock in the evening. So we're cramming a lot in. Uh, we're asking for a lot of attention. Uh, we'll obviously have the, the, the main guest lectures going out throughout the day with some smaller breakout workshops. Uh, we'll also have lunch. So lunch is included within the ticket as well, as well as refreshments on the day. So, you know, we're looking to maximise people's time together uh, and, and offer them a really good experience in terms of a, an engaging event, an informative event. And uh, hopefully people see that as something which, you know, they're going to be attracted to uh, to attend on the second.